When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live. We're actually live on my talk one and live streaming around the galaxy at my talk com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis and Holly are off. Joining me today from Lori and Julia, the one, the only Grant. Ah, oh, thank you, Jason. Good, good morning, Grant. Good morning. And he's my husband. Oh. And he has a new haircut. It's Colin, everyone. I see you're admiring it in the camera. There. Ah, we are. Yes, we very are. Very nice. It. I now I should have said something when I first saw you. Now I can tell it's a little shorter up uh, in the front here. Yeah, very thank nice. You. Thank you. It's an optical illusion. He just brushed it back, I think. It looks nice, though. Very nice. And she is my famous fave gal pal with a fabulous name. Give it up for the one, the only, Lisa LaCourcier, everyone. That's right. <laughs> Lisa's here. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And good morning, all of you. It's Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to holiday week. Welcome to call a friend day. Okay. Call a friend. Yeah. Welcome to Holy Innocence Day. Welcome to National Card Playing Day. Welcome to National Chocolate Candy Day. How? Chocolate Candy Day. Every day is Chocolate Candy Day. That's right. I was hoping you would say that. (laughs) Welcome to Download Day. Welcome to Short Film Day. Welcome to Pledge of Allegiance Day. And welcome to Wednesday. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. It's Wednesday. Let's start this show. It's Wednesday. I know. I know. Who knew? Mm. It doesn't feel like Wednesday. I don't know what it feels like. It does not feel like Wednesday. I'm sorry. Kick your mic there, at least. Just kicked it. Oh. oh, God. Oh, my God. Coffee down. My... Oh. Coffee down. <laughs> Coffee, no. Brown sugar, oat milk, shake, and espresso oh, all no. over the studio. Oh, no. I saved a little bit of it. Yeah, oh, thank so God. Five-second rule. Five-second rule. Yeah. I don't know if you could do that off the floor with drinks, but yes. I like where your hands at. It's all good. I saved I saved a little bit of it. Oh, no, when God. I was in college, if you would have done this with an alcoholic beverage, we would have made you get on the floor and suck it out of the carpet. <laughs> exactly. You don't yeah, waste I that sh- booze. I shan't I shan't <laughs> be doing that. Yeah, I won't I won't be doing that this morning. No, I won't be doing that. No, no hoovering, no. please. No. no hoovering. No hoovering during the show. So Okay, it's day two for you two. Well, actually, for you three, Grant, I'll start with you. Uh, how was the morning uh, day two waking up at this hour? You know, I have to say it's been quite a delight today for two reasons. One, your lovely husband has brought me Starbucks now two days in a row, which makes... The Mathesons are so good at the coffee. Mm-hmm. I just, it's it's amazing, and it makes the morning so much... Well, I got a latte. You know me. I'm not a big coffee guy. Yes. But I got the latte, and it really peps up your morning, and I had a little minor victory. I'm going to have to share this one, but... <laughs> I was told oh, that I, I think I I think I 
Lisa and I were observing the back half of this on the camera. Tell everyone what happened to you. Okay, so I, I'm very, uh, let's say, particular about how I park my car. If I go to a, a, a store, <laughs> I park in the back. I don't like to park next to people because I don't want to get my car dinged. And during snowstorms, I'm very aware of lines and parking lots because if one person starts to park awkwardly, the rest do, and it makes it hard yeah. for everybody. So a gentleman who works here came up and said that my truck was parked way out in the middle of the street. And I said, I find that hard to believe because I'm like, I check the lines. I always do. I want to make sure that I'm setting a standard for the next person to park next to me. I was really upset about this. I even told Colin (laughs) after the man left, I was like, I feel challenged here. I was pissed. I was like, don't challenge my parking skills. Yeah. And uh, about 20 minutes later, the young man comes back up and he admitted he was wrong and it wasn't my car. (laughs) And you should have seen the S-eating grin on my face. Colin overheard it. And first thing he said, he goes, ah, that's got to feel good. And I'm like, it feels (laughs) damn good. (laughs) This... Did this person accost you as you were walking into the building, or how did that No, I had, already, hap- I had already gotten in, so that's why I was like, well, you, you could have caught me at the door. But yeah. no, I had gotten in and started getting ready for the show, and I'm like, well, I don't have time to move it. So I gave this guy my keys, and he came back up with uh, a very nice apology. Good guy. I'm, I'm not uh, mad at him, but I was a little, <laughs> a little uh, you know, when you get challenged like that sometimes, I'm going to... Well, when you when you get challenged on something that you take pride in, yes, you know what I mean, it. or that you know you did right. Oh yeah, it's like to quote on hell, back up, yo, yeah, back up, yo, <laughs> back up. So I'm glad you mm-hmm. saw that on the camera. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we were like, who is that? Who's he talking I know. to? Who's in there? <laughs> Lisa and I couldn't see because in the camera, and for my talkers, so you know, I call them the B. Arthur spy cameras. <laughs> you can only, you know, the 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 range is only so far. So Lisa and I could only see the arm of the person. And I'm like, who? I wonder who Grant's talking to. And you to. were animated. You're, you were using your hands. Oh, you were like. But, yeah, Colin. Yes. Was I, I was a little pissed, wasn't I? I, mean, I was politely pissed, as you could put it. And I'm just sitting over here like with my popcorn, just watching through the watching. window, listening. So we're sitting here. And I said, I looked at Lisa. I said, I don't know who that is because Grant and I are basically the only people working <laughs> in this it. building. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, then we found out Brooke, Brooke is here this week and, and Kyle, who else did you say you ran into Brooke and, uh, somebody else you said you saw after the show, but who did anyways, I see? I can't yeah, you saw somebody now. else, but Brooke is, and Quinn's working as well. Mm-hmm. Quinn's, Quinn's in the office, mm-hmm. but oh, anyway, no, I didn't see anyone. I just saw Brooke. I was just saying B. Arthur got a big fancy corner new office since I've been in. After the oh yeah. We got That's a remodel. Mm. That's true. Yeah. B. Arthur's quite literally in the big corner office. Yeah, yeah. he is. But all we saw were the hands of this person that you were that you were being stern with. And I said, Lisa and I said, well, those aren't Colin's hands. Like, you know, Colin has big manly hands, you know, not that this person doesn't have men. But I was like, those are not Colin's hands. And Lisa and I are sitting here. We go, "Okay, move a little bit. Come on, get closer. Back up. Back Grant, up back so up. that person comes into the studio. Into the frame. Come on, Grant, back up a little bit. So I texted Colin. I go, who is Grant talking to? <laughs> and then he proceeded to tell me a little bit of the yes. story. And I was laughing. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a very one of those ways. You know what? You get up early. You get a little challenge. You're like, all yep. right. And then you get that victory. It's like, I could rock the rest of this day with the strut like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great, we, great moment. We had a parking snafu over here at Fox that we didn't know about for a, almost a year. Oh, boy. For, Producer Ted, um, he's the show producer uh, of the Jason show. And Ted, unbeknownst to all of us, 
had been for a year parking his car in the middle of two spaces. What? Like on no, purpose, no. parking right in the middle of the line. No. And wasn't and he backing in too? He was backing in. Oh. Okay, does he like have a Porsche or something? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> it's like a Grand Am, you know? It's like a 97. Oh, yeah. It's like an 82 Grand Am or something. So, oh, Ted. And, and so Theodore does this. We have no idea. Uh, hey, Eric. Come here for a second. Photographer Eric, I want to see. I want to get the dates right. <laughs> how long? How long did Ted illegally park? Wasn't it about a year? Yeah, I think he was doing it on purpose. He was doing. Bad parker. He is a bad parker. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was a long time, wasn't it? it? Was a long time. It was a long time. Thank oh, you, Eric. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Eric, is your uh, are, is up. your is your fly up? <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yes. Doing a little well check. Mine's down. Oh, no. Yesterday. Did you Yesterday. hear Grant? <laughs> what, what? Grant you just gave down. me the old check and mine was down, so thank you for that, Jason. Oh. <laughs> Zip up oh that zipper, God. Grant. Uh, whoops. Hey, yo. No. Eric's, Eric's wife, whom I love, she is like, she takes no crap. She looked at Eric and she was, you know what uh, your New Year's resolution should be for 2023? Looking in the mirror, looking in the mirror. Oh, I was like, wow, wow. So now the joke with Eric is he needs, we got to check to make sure he's looked in the mirror and zipped up his pants. Anyway, well, yeah. And yesterday he said that he actually did look in the mirror and realized his fly was down. Yes. So he should probably be doing it. He should more. be doing it more often. So Ted's uh, been, Ted had been parking in two spaces. So one day, um, Eric, they had Eric start rolling uh, his camera. And I'm like, we weren't doing the show. And I'm like, why? What's going on? Well, a team of producers decided to jokingly confront Ted on air. So Eric was rolling and they took Ted out into the parking lot <laughs> to show him and bust him. And and then he admitted that he had been doing that for over a year. Oh, my gosh. Well, he and was it's one just thing, park- you know, if he'd park out in the middle of nowhere and do that. Yeah. He's parking yes. close to the front door, okay. taking up two Come spots. On. It was like, oh, dad. Yeah. Yes. In the middle. Look, we didn't have an audience at that point because it was during the pandemic, but still. Theodore. Theodore. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we've gotten quite the response from our holiday shows. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of that. Plus, there's a follow-up on the travel nightmare story, too. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Secretary Pete is pissed. Anyway, <laughs> that and more when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. Because I'm a woman. I can bring home the bacon. Dry it up in a pan. And never let you forget you. Perfume for that 24 hour woman. I can work till 5 o'clock. Come home and read your tickety time. Tonight I'm gonna cook for the kids. And if it's loving you one, I can kiss you and give you the shivering fit. Ajoli, the 8 hour perfume for your 24 hour woman. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Let's see if Lisa is a 24-hour woman. Lisa, are you a 24-hour woman? Anjoli, baby. Anjoli. <laughs> that is a classic commercial from the late 70s and early 80s. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning. I'm here with Grant and Colin and Lisa. We are live. We're the only show that's live. And 
here's the deal. We weren't sure. Uh, we weren't sure a lot of people were going to be uh, listening, but my goodness, a lot of you are. And uh, we've been kind of a, a life preserver for people, Grant. We've gotten a lot of emails from folks Good. Th- that have said that we that they are glad that we're live because some folks are working. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've gotten a lot of requests, uh, and, and we apologize that we're not doing podcasts this week. Oh, so, oh no, I can do those. I can can you do those? Yeah, I'll put those out. Yeah, I'll do it today oh, after well, the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting uh, because here's the other part of this. Grant, Lisa, and Colin are very popular. Uh, they are very, they are very, very popular. I will get, get those. I will get those out uh, within uh, by ten o'clock today. We'll have Perfect. Thursday show. We'll have Thursday show, Monday, and today show. I'll get all three of those up for us. Um, and uh, I found out Colin and I were on our way to get a sandwich yesterday, and I found out that Colin got hit on. Uh, because of his voice, well, I don't uh, think people it's are hit on. Well, <laughs> I, I ask Miss LeCourcier about my, that. My friend Lorene sent a text and said, "And said, Colin has a beautiful voice. I, I would like him to read me a bedtime story." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lorene. Well, no, didn't you have somebody at oh, Serums? I was at Serums. That's what I'm not talking oh, about, Lorene. Okay, yeah, I was. At, yeah, I wasn't hit on. I don't know what this was. It was. I super, think it was hit on. It was super weird. So I was at Serums. Um, that wasn't this last weekend, the weekend before. Is that when it was? I can't remember. Anyway, so I'm at Serums in Anoka, just me and my mom playing pull tabs, hanging out. Um, we'd been there for a while, and we got up and gave our table away because it was getting busy, and we were kind of done. We were just drinking, so we were just standing over kind of by the bar, and uh, this guy comes over, and he goes, um, are you a singer? And I said, no. <laughs> and he goes, you have a great voice. You should be a singer. And I said, Trust me, you don't want me to be a singer. And he's like, sing something for it. And he won't let it go. Sing something. And no. I'm like, yeah. no. What? And he just won't drop it and won't drop it. He's like, you just have a great voice. I love that bass. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this is just getting weird. So he's like, here, come over and meet my wife. And so he brings me over to his wife. And he's like telling me things to whisper into her ear. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Okay, take it, take it. <laughs> Thank wait, you, wait, 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 wait. This continue, please. Continue. And I was yes. just like, and it was kind of. And I don't remember what he wanted me to say, but it was definitely like a tinge of sexual undertone. And I'm like, what is going on right now? He wants now? a throuple over there. I know. And so I was like, I need to leave. I need to leave right now. I was like Sally Field and Steel Magnolias. I need to go. I, I need, need to leave. To go. I need to go. <laughs> it just kind of hit me. And I'm like, get me out of here. Oh. And uh, yeah. And then I, so I asked our friend who's a server there. I said, what's the story with this guy? And she goes, I don't know. I've never seen him before in my life. I'm oh, like, no. oh, okay. Like he's buying everyone shots so when i left and like moved away he just moved on to the hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our time about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Next person at the bar and buying them shots and talking to them. I'm like, I think he's just like bored and social and having a good time. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Well, but... Uh, but still, he asks you to whisper for, sweet things into his wife's ear. When a stranger asks anything from a, if, if you say whisper, if you hear whisper from a stranger, <laughs> yeah, I think you should run. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm happy to oblige. So. I love it. Oh wow! And, and the irony is, you do not like your voice. No, not at all. Oh my gosh, you have a great voice. Thank I you. know, right, Lise? And you actually, you can sing too. So, come you, on. you, you I and I that. like to harmonize when we're. Yes, oh, we do. Out on the pontoon or yes. up at the townie bars, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said it yesterday on the TV show that um, Lizzo's, uh, what's the song? Um, about Damn Time. About Damn Time. About Damn Time is the official, now that the, the numbers are in, the official song of summer of 2022 and one of the biggest songs of the year. And I said on the TV show, I always think of Lisa because if Lisa, Colin, and I are at a townie bar, if you see us <laughs> and you start to hear Ed Sheeran, Lizzo, Charlie Puth, Dua, Dua Lipa, oh. if you hear those songs and then Gloria from the 80s, uh, Laura Branigan, if you hear those songs, we are somewhere in that bar. <laughs> and Or listen, we got drunk, left, and forgot to switch the touch tunes to the next bar and we started playing yes. songs to the wrong bar. Oh. Yeah. Or that. Or that. So Lisa knows every word. Every single word of a, if it's about damn time. And it's I don't have that in my mind. Like I can't memorize that. Like I still want to memorize Nicki Minaj's super bass. So the fact that you can do it. So every time I hear that song, I don't hear Lizzo. I hear Lisa performing it. In a minute. I'm going to need a minute. Right there. Granny. This is my summer, Grant. This was my summer. I love it. These two. It, Lisa would start and then Colin would finish it. Would finish the run. And yeah. When we do so, our Dua Lipa levitating clap. Oh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're good. We always scare people at a bar because that song will come on and like out of the blue, all of us will just clap, clap at the same time. Bam, and they're bam. like, yes. What is going on? <laughs> Well, and the first time I, I, one of our first trips together, because, um, you know, Grant, it's the touch dunes, yeah. uh, jukeboxes that most bars have. Yep. And Colin and I had gone up to Duluth and we were at a, a real townie bar, like a, a rough bar. <laughs> and we had only been dating for about six months. Well, I and I took, know if it was that long. No. And I took control of the jukebox and I start putting on one share song after another. Yeah. <laughs> and, Collins like Jason, we are going to be the victim of a hate crime in like twelve <laughs> seconds here. Like let's 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 lay off the share songs here at the rough bar. I go, yeah, you're you're probably but right about that. I yes, I agree. But then I also look at Pippins in, oh, Chicago. in Chicago. So here we are in Pippins in Chicago. We would do an annual trip, kind of around my birthday. It was kind of a Chicago Lisa hold, birthday. Yeah, hold that hold story. It. Hold that oh, yeah, story yeah, yeah. because uh, this is. Let's just say we, uh, yeah, you'll see. Uh, <laughs> plus, don't forget, listener rewards are red hot for the month of December. Just a couple days left. Go to mytalk1071.com to sign up. And while you're there, don't forget uh, to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. That dropped yesterday. 
Uh, it's about the worst experience we've ever had with a cast member. That and more when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are live on this December 28th, 2022. I'm Jace with Grant from Lori and Julia, my husband Colin, and fave gal pal Lisa LaCourcier. Um, so right before the break, we're talking about one of our travel stories because Lisa and Colin and I, and you've heard these stories through me over the years, uh, Lisa and Colin and I travel together a lot. Um, and one of the usual trips is Chicago. And this particular trip was one of legend, right, Lise? Oh, my gosh. That was our eight, eight hour Pippin. It was eight hours. Extravaganza. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Pippin's just to set it up, and Lisa and Colin can fill in details here. So um, Pippin's is this rundown. No, it's not anymore. But no longer. Yeah, Yeah. but it was this great grant, this great old time. It had been there for decades, and it was right off the Magnificent Mile. Uh, Literally, I think one block off the Magnificent Mile. Okay, and uh, by the Nordstrom Rack. Kitty corner from the Nordstrom Mac <laughs> off Magnificent Mile. But anyway, and my friend Haley, or our friend Haley and I discovered it on a 4th of July trip in uh, 2011. And we walk in and it's the size of a matchbox. I mean, it's not that big of a bar at all. It doesn't have a kitchen. There's a Chicago hot dog uh, restaurant, or hmm. not really a restaurant. <laughs> well, that's putting it loosely. But there's a Chicago hot dog place next nook. door to it. Yeah. yeah. And they have a partnership where they will allow you to order the dogs and then bring them into Pippins, and the, and the bar is the, the bar is in the middle of the establishment. It's a box kind of shape. The bar seats how many do you think, guys? Um, oh, like 20? at the bar? I was yeah, like, yeah, maybe 20, 25? 25, yeah. Yeah, the whole yeah. place, the whole place. So we get there, granted, about eleven, right? It doesn't matter what time, but we got oh, yeah. there right yeah. away in the morning. We yeah, got there right away in the morning, and right away. Um, we jump on the touch tunes jukebox and we start taking over the music (laughs) and it is not real busy when we walk in. And then as the day goes on, it gets busier and busier and busier. And everyone starts like dancing to our music, like that, what we're playing. And before we know it, we had looked at the clock and how long had we had been there? Eight hours. Yeah, we were there eight hours. (laughs) Eight hours. I think I think the thing to mention though is the fact that we got in and they're playing like Metallica and it was like either like heavy metal or country music. Yeah. And so then, you know, we come rolling in and the first song that Jason plays is like Gloria. Yeah. Or something like that. Yes. And we're like, Yeah. And we're like, oh gosh, how's this gonna go over? And all of a sudden you see these like, you know, sixty year old men. At the bar drinking beer, singing along. Yeah, it was so fun. It was just such a great day. It was. And then Lisa meets Sam. Lisa meets a a guy, um, a Brit, a Brit, a real Brit. And then Lisa starts talking to the Brit in her fake British accent, (laughs) which is terrible, by the way. Yeah. The entire time. Like, will not, Lisa will not break character. And then she turns to us. We're all kind of seated in a row. And she turns to us and she's like, everybody, this is my friend, Sam. And Sam is looking at us like, oh, God, your you friend. You people need to go home. What? <laughs> you people need to go home. You have been yeah. here like all day. All day. 
And then uh, we had then a friend and then Haley, our friend Haley, who, again, we've mentioned over the years. She's the one that lives in L.A. Haley starts doing shots, which is never a good sign with Haley, like because Haley doesn't drink a lot. So when Haley starts doing shots, we know that we're in trouble. Like we we just know that we're in trouble. So at about the eight hour mark, <laughs> about the eight hour mark, um, one of the one of our friends that were with us um, decided to play uh, a game with these twenty somethings that were behind us. <laughs> now this is at the eight hour mark, and we should have left anyway. So she's over there. She's behind us. Lisa's talking to Sam. <laughs> Colin and I are probably eating chicken tenders or something. And all of a sudden we heard our friend behind us go, we're We're leaving. leaving. We're leaving. (laughs) And we turn around. So they play. She's playing a game with these 20 somethings, Grant. And it's a, it's, she calls it the bar game where you talk to Rand. It's a, it's a, a game to elicit conversation. Okay. And you, so like if, if, uh, if I didn't know you, Grant, and Lisa and Con and I were at the bar. I would look at you and say, "Grant, let's let's play the bar game." Mm-hmm. And you, without knowing anything, you have to guess the person's age, their occupation, if they have a pet, the kind of car they drive, their birth order. Is that it, guys? Where they live? Where they live? That's fun, actually. Yeah, it, it is. sounds like She's a great down too, actually. Yeah, yeah, and then you then you reveal thyself. So, <laughs> and I will just say right off the bat. The our friend is very youthful looking. Like she's it's doesn't look her age at all. So this twenty something, like she's fresh from college. Oh, she's like twenty two, no. and this was years ago. So so she we were all in our early forties. Yeah, I'd say like like early mid forties. Yeah, yeah. So it gets to the twenty something, guessing our friend's stuff, and our friend said, "Okay, how old do you think I am?" No. And the 22-year-old, and she goes, um... 50? 50? Oh. 52? And... Nope. Jen goes, we're Jen. leaving! <laughs> we're leaving! <laughs> we're leaving immediately! <laughs> and we're like, we all thought she was kidding. Nope. Like we she could was, hear her across the bar. She goes, <laughs> oh! We're leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was that. It was the primal, <laughs> oh! We're leaving! Well, and then, you know, oh we're all, we had no idea... That it was real, like, and she legit put on her coat, and it was like, check please. Like, well, we, had, we we checked out. We needed to go. I think that's the same oh. night we had a nice dinner to go to after drinking for yes. eight hours, and so the bartender literally gave me Pedialyte because he's like, "You're gonna need this." <laughs> yes, and that's how you're bad we were. Went back, Doug, went back to our the hotel. Bartender Doug, Doug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. went back right, to the hotel, got a little sick, and then went to dinner. Rallied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. We were so bad that the bartender felt the need to give my husband baby <laughs> bottles of Pedialyte. Yeah. And that stuff is gold. Oh, well, yeah. Especially when you've been at a bar for, for eight hours. Eight hours. Wow. No, eight hours. Children, do not binge drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shooting exactly. children. Yeah, don't don't do what Auntie Jason, Auntie Colin, uh, and Auntie uh, Lisa have done. Don't don't do that, kids. And if you do, make sure you Tip the bartenders well. <laughs> and, yeah. and one more note to you youngins out there. Always guess as low as you want to go with <laughs> yeah, the age. Oh, Never yes. go high. Yeah, 25. You, 25. A, <laughs> you look like you're 20. Yes. Really? You're BSing me. Well, yeah. okay, I'll be honest with you. 25, 26, maybe 27. <laughs> and you make that person's day. It's easy. Yes. 
You never guess. Don't ever guess high. No. If you're trying to guess somebody's age, always shoot low. Always, whatever's in your head, minus five. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It'll save you a lot of grief. Yes. Oh, God. That was just... Yeah. No, we're that leaving. Was, well, that's truly what it was. <laughs> and we left. But again, it was it was it was it was a good thing that we did leave that day. Yeah, you had eight hours. You, yeah. you had a good run. We put in our time, but sadly, <laughs> if you all are going to Chicago, you know, we used to I used to recommend it on this show. I used to talk about Pippins. Sadly, it's still there, but it got fancy. Yeah, they moved it to a different location. Yeah. It's like swanky now. And it lost the vibe because it was grimy and kind of gross. Yeah, it, it was. It was like, wasn't that building built in like the late 1800s, early 1900s? Yeah. Like it was yes. old and dingy and. But that's down. where the charm was. Yes. Yeah. And now it's moved basically like into the Conrad Hotel or something. It's like, nah, no, 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 no. That's not Pippin's. That's not, that's not our place. But it is. And, and look, I know it's just like every major city in the country. It's gone through some rough times. It's still going through some rough times. It breaks my heart when I see just nothing but negative headlines about Chicago because I know Lisa and Colin share my, and I'm from the area, so it's doubly heartbreaking. But it's such a great city. It's just such a great damn city to visit for a weekend. And especially during the holidays, um, which is like Lisa said a few minutes ago, we, we, we go with some frequency and it's, and the people are great. Chicago people are great. They really are. Um, they have a good heart to them. And uh, and the Mag Miles great. So I, I know people, you, you read the news and you see the news and it scares you. I get it. There is problems that they need to solve. But don't let it deter you from enjoying that city. And especially for us, you can hop on a flight. Yeah. Like, about the time you get up to 30,000 feet, you're Boom. turning around. You and fall asleep and, and take off and you're waking yeah. up yes. 10 minutes later. It's perfect. If yeah. you're there and yeah. the airports, not not today, which is I mentioned this for a reason. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to glide into the travel talk next. But O'Hare, you know, yeah. for its size is actually pretty easy to navigate and midways, you know, redone within the last decade. It's it's good. It's it's make it a, if you haven't been there, go and great museums. Oh, God, I could talk about. Have, have, either, of you, have either of you guys gone down there for St. Patty's Day? Yes. Okay, that's a blast. I've been down that's there a blast. for about They three. turn the river green. Oh, yeah. You go down to Wrigleyville down. I mean, everywhere you go, it is just an open arm party of love. Like yes. it's it's I, I I went to school in California. I live in the Midwest. We have friends in the East Coast, but for about the first 5 years after college, we'd all meet in Chicago for St. Patty's Day for that weekend because we're all over the country. And it was just the best time of my life. I, it was just fun. Oh, I wish well, I could go back. Lisa could do a full hour on Wrigleyville. Mm. I mean, oh, you, uh, it just, I just, it just. Well, Cubs games, you know, are my friend Ron Coomer. So Paula and Ron Coomer live in Chicago part of the time. Oh. And he's the radio voice of the Cubs. I and so that. we go and they go to Murphy's. They've introduced me to such great places, Erie Cafe. I mean, we go and it's just, it's. It's such a blast. It's such a blast. And you're right. Everyone is so friendly it's, and everyone's just having a great time. It's, it's like unlike anything I've ever felt yep. that that weekend in Chicago. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Colin and I, uh, to wrap this up, Colin and I, probably uh, the partiest we've ever been <laughs> was for a birthday for Colin. Yeah. And we were in Wrigleyville. It was and Cubs we got- home opener and we uh, had some beverages and then decided to challenge some straight guys to beer pong and 
kicked their butts. Yes! The I have not heard the story. Oh, yeah. We whomped them. They thought, they, they we had money on the line, and the guys oh. thought they were going to womp us. <laughs> and we wiped, the gays wiped the floor no. with the with the straight guys you that challenged us. money on it? Oh, we had like, it was like $10 oh, okay. or something. But, but yeah, and I had never I, played I met, beer pong oh. in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that was your first time, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. We met people I took pictures with. I'm like, the next day, I'm like, who are these people? I have their phone (laughs) numbers. I, you know, it was a lot. Good times in Chicago. Good times. I was wearing a trucker hat. I don't know what I was thinking. Lisa, what's that? I don't mean to put you on the, yeah, I I never wear that trucker hat again. (laughs) What's that Vikings bar in Chicago that you took us to? Oh, in Boys Town. Do you remember uh, the name of it? Well, we gotta, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I'll find out. There's a great Vi- uh, uh, Vikings fans. There's a great Vikings bar in Chicago um, that y'all got to go to. Lisa found it for us. We're like, what the hell is this? Anyway, uh, when we come back, the travel nightmares continue. An update on the Southwest debacle next. Oh, Grant. What are you doing? Getting oh, you guys pumped up. That's right. This is, again... If you ever see us at a bar and this song comes on, just look for Lisa and Colin. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are live on this Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. Grant from Lori and Julia are here. My husband, Colin, and gal pal, Lisa LaCourcia. And we're thrilled that so many of you are listening. Uh, we're glad that we can bring you some uh, familiarity during this kind of wacky week when everything's a rerun. So, um there's not a lot of comfort, though, for folks that are traveling southwest. Mm-mm. The debacle continues. Uh, Colin and I were watching uh, Secretary Pete Buttigieg, a transportation secretary, yesterday. He was making the rounds. And, you know, I don't know if Pete has much of a temper, but <laughs> you could tell, right, Colin, his irritation level was at about a 10. Yeah, I think um, he really wanted to go off, but he's obviously afraid to s- give specifics of what they're going to do until they actually know what they're going to do, but you could yeah. sense his frustration. Wolfie Blitzer was like, uh, when you say you're going to hold him accountable, what do you mean? And he was, Pete was like, uh, everything's on the table, and that includes compensation, fines, um, and I, I Getting think- people their money back because they said he had, earlier in the year... They had asked them, or because oh, yeah. of how the meltdowns happened earlier in the year, they said, you need to clarify what your like customer service policy is. So they have it in writing, what they were mm-hmm. supposed to be doing. And he's like, we're going to hold them accountable. So that's getting people their money back, and then it's fining the airlines. So And then Secretary Pete going off, you know, Lisa read us that story yesterday about the flight attendants union. And then he was telling Wolf, he said, and I've also spoken to the head of the flight attendants oh. union and another union, the maybe pilots, pilots, yeah. pilots union. And he said they, and he put it out there. He goes, they have, they have operational concerns that they have been sounding the alarm about. And the airline has not listened. Yeah. Well, Lisa, and, like you mentioned yesterday, the technical issues they're having just it wise, I'm hearing stories of crew members having to call in to report like where they are and what flight they're supposed to be on. And they're on hold for 23 hours. Oh, for God's sake. Because they're so backed up because that's, they have no idea where their crews are. And Kyle, Lisa and I were talking to um, the main problem with, they can't get a hold, they can't get a handle on their crews. It's because they don't use the spoke and wheel 
uh, procedure that most airlines do. Yeah, the spoken hub. So like spoken hub. That's yep, right. So like Delta has a hub in Seattle, Salt Lake, L.A., Minneapolis, Detroit, Atlanta, New York, and like so then they have extra crews there, extra planes there. If something's canceled, they can quickly shuffle and get you on your way. But Southwest doesn't use that model. They literally just fly multiple destinations all over the country. And so when one gets stopped, it stops everything after that. And it's just a domino effect. So we were saying before the show started, I just hope that this is going to force them to make some huge changes. Uh, And I was saying, too, I was listening to Morning Joe on the way in today. And John Heilman, one of the contributors, I like John, uh, he put it really well. Here's just, a, I cued this up, a little bit of their conversation about Southwest and why and how this isn't going to just be a two-day story or a one-week story. This could have some profound impact on Southwest as a company. Uh, take a listen to this. Back to the transportation secretary, but there are thousands and thousands of customers uh, from Southwest who are going to, I think, take it out on Southwest. I, I, I personally have heard from at least three different people who are like, I'll never fly this airline again. People who are, you know, if Southwest has a strange core of, you know, hardcore devotees and other people who just don't want to ever get on that airline. And the people who are hardcore devotees have been loyal for a long time. You know, every, every airline, every transportation system was hit by this storm. But as you just said a second ago, there's no other airline that experienced the kind of disproportionate impact that Southwest did. And uh, it's, it's so it was so devastating at such, such a key time for people trying for the first time in a couple of years. A lot of cases have people haven't been home for Christmas since the pandemic started. Uh, people got stuck. I think the, the, the future for this company in terms of what's going to happen to its share price, in terms of what's going to happen to its customer base, could be this could be a devastating blow to the airline. Yeah. Devastating blow to the airline. Huh. Well, I mean. <clears throat> go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I no, was, go ahead. Um, I was just reading, you know, we've been talking about our friend Kyle Potter from Thrifty Traveler. Um, he posted an update, too, that I guess Southwest has clarified um, what will qualify as a reimbursement. Um, if yeah, because they started affected. doing that, by the way. By the way, they started on their website a form that you can fill out oh. for reimbursements. Yeah, go so ahead, it's southwest.com slash travel disruption. So if you know anyone that was bothered, <laughs> that's where you have to go. Disruption. But um, they are... I guess apparently going to qualify um, tickets booked on other airlines as a reimbursement because they can't get home on Southwest. So, um, like Holly had to fly home yeah. back to Minneapolis on a different carrier. Um, now they're not saying what's considered a reasonable expense, but well, I mean, you were saying other than the spoken hub, the other problem that you were saying, Lisa, is no partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no airline partners because yeah. you had you you oh, were canceled on that. You were canceled on what KLM? Or no, that was Jeff that was saying that. I'm sorry. Oh no, but but I but yeah, I've said that too. I'm like, you don't have anybody else to like chip in and be like, oh hey, well we got these people, or you know. That's right. I'm confusing conversations. It was Jeff who was executive producer Jeff who was just canceled KLM His, yes. Portugal, and he said it was easy because they have worldwide partners. Delta is a KLM partner. Uh, Southwest doesn't play ball with anybody. Oh, that makes Mm -hmm. it tough. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I didn't even, that's another wrinkle to the story. Because they can't call anybody else and say, hey, you know, can you put these people on that flight? Which, if if you're not going to have the spoken hub system, you better at least have some partnerships that can help you out of this. Are you guys Southwest fans? Does anybody ever fly them? 
We no. do not grant no. to you. Never. I mean, I have once, I think, but no, not. I'm a Delta. I was not a fan. I Delta just guy. don't. I don't enjoy that not having a seat assignment. Yeah. Me too. I I got on. I paid extra yep. for this and that, and yep. you know. So I get on the plane. I get in a seat, and I have a mom, um, that is like yelling at people to give up their seats because she wants her entire family sitting together, and. It's just not possible half the time. And then I, it, my heart broke because there was a woman with her like elderly parents and um, she's trying to get seats, you know, mm-hmm. kind of close by. And and she's just like like begging someone because both of her parents were, you know, not in great shape. And it, it was just heartbreaking. And I'm like, that sucks. Like, yeah. that sucks. No. In both situations. I didn't enjoy it. I yeah. didn't enjoy it at all. I'm like, nope, this is it. It doesn't make for a good guest experience. No. You know what I mean? I, I I get the lower fares, but as Colin, you know, has figured out, by the time you pay all of the fees, it's really not that cheap. Nope. nope. Not. It's not that cheap. Prepay. Anyway, you, Prepay. Yeah. If you have some travel nightmare stories, uh, email us on the Jason and Alexis page at mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break. Uh, don't forget, we just dropped a new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. This one's called Houston. We have a problem. The wor- one of the worst experiences we've ever had with a Disney cast member. We give that story. We'll be right back for hour two.